And we gotta get this all sideways. Oh yeah. The cock it sideways is like my gangsta hat. Yeah. Is that, oh. is that is that a thing? No, that's how you hold a gun. Oh right, gangsta gun. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode two sixty two. I'm Brando, I'm here with Brian and we're gonna take a break from the arc of the outer deck belt. I'm gonna hit you with some turn zero bullshit now. Hit our theme song. <laughs> Hey Ryan, we're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We're back after yesterday's show to deliver some sweet, sweet bonus show action. Yes. But before we get to any of that, we have to thank our official business daddies, FusionGamingOnline.com. Your source for all your gaming needs. Very much so. Still have an order waiting on the desk in the office of my house, of my yard, of my bedroom, on a bump on the log in that bottom of the sea. Still have no idea what's in it. Man, I love that song. <laughs> when you when you sang it, was there a was there a flea on the fly on the hair on the ward on the frog on the bump in the log in the hole in the bottom of the sea? Uh, Could have been. Wasn't there though. I'm impressed that I remembered all those things. Holy, that's what you remember? Because some people don't have the, the flea or the fly or the, the hair. hair. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they just stop at the wart. And it's like, that's that's coward shit. That is some coward shit. I think I went right into single-celled amoeba one time. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you remember. Hey, did you ever remember to use CCO Fusion 5 promo code when going to FusionGamingOnline.com? Each and every time I make an order, Ryan. Because it saves you 5%? 5% off stuff I was going to buy anyway. You were going to buy it mother anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't even get an ass there. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the, the, the white glow from the screen is hitting me. I feel all jaundiced. You if you're l- watching on YouTube, you'd be able to see that. Yeah, you should be because y- you're listening to us anyway. You can see Brando look like an Insta chick or a TikToker. Today, which I is know, here comes. Tuesday. Shouldn't have brought it up. Posted on Twitter. Here it comes. Every time I click on anybody's TikTok video, every single mother ass one of them, I used mother ass. It's just some totally unrelated thing that they said, like their fucking tweet, just superimposed over them lip syncing some fucking song. Is that what TikTok is? Because TikTok is stupid. Why isn't there a CCO TikTok? Because TikTok is stupid. I tried to convince Rebecca that she should do CCO TikToks with me. But as per yesterday, or the day before, I'm not sure, she doesn't like fun. So <laughs> no CCO TikTok for you. So, like, you guys were just going to, like, lip sync some songs or what? I don't know. I was going to maybe talk with my butt like Ace Ventura. Uh, no, I, don't, I had no idea. Huh. Yes, that is what TikTok is for the most part. Now, TikTok is horrible. What's the point? Yeah, it's it's... If I want to see lip syncing, I'll watch RuPaul's Drag Race. If I want to watch lip syncing, I'll, I'll watch Millie Vanilli. Oh, I was going to make a really dirty joke, and I'm I'll glad you the, interrupted me. I'm going to watch the time that Kiss showed up on WCW Monday Nitro to introduce the Kiss Demon, Je- John Torborg, some kind of some fucking guy named Torborg, and he, they lip synced the whole song. And it was the lowest rated segment in the history of Monday Nitro at the time. That's what you remember. But you forgot you had a wedding, somebody that you care for deeply enough to visit them on their most intimate day, and that's why we're here tonight? Yeah. That's what you remember? Yeah. But you see, Ryan, you see, I don't know if you knew this, but I'm I'm older than you, and 
my model of human, the memory, once it gets filled, it's really hard to get anything stuck in there. And Ooh. I remember all these random wrestling facts. Because they happened that, before, you're, before you're fucking used up. Exactly. And that song from earlier, right? So when new things come in, it's a lot more oh. difficult to, to really hang on to that shit because I have not received my memory upgrade in the mail yet. Yeah, I understand. Here, got a deep cut movie reference, and I know that CCO Nation likes this one. You got your memory remo- removed like Ben on Treasure Planet? Captain Flint ripped out the back of his memory thing, so he forgot that he rigged the whole planet to be booby-trapped. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I do remember that. Yeah, and, pe- yeah. and I know that CCO Nation likes Treasure Planet because whenever I go to Sliver Moon, it looks like Montressor Spaceport. And I take a picture, post on Twitter, people like it. <laughs> it's a good-ass movie. Have you ever read Treasure Island? Robert Louis Stevenson? Long, long time long ago. Long time, time Only once. He also wrote The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I read that one. A Short story, only 88 pages. It's a good one. It's a good one. That one and Who Goes There. Two very good. We very much have had this conversation on the show, I feel like, mm-hmm. because I do like Robert Louis Stevenson. A very avid opioid user. Died of an aneurysm. <laughs> that I don't recommend. <laughs> Not so good. No. I'd rather just die of old age. Yes, agreed. I would also rather die of old age or like of something just super awesome. Catastrophically awesome. Oh, yeah, like something just Like amazing. going to Treasure Planet and having the whole planet explode. Yeah. Or like, like the Titanic or something. Do you remember Brad? Oh, yeah, he was on the Titanic. Oh, no way. Did he die? Yeah. Well, no, I'd be like steering the boat into the iceberg, right? That's, well, if you want an the, epically awesome yeah. ending, then yes, you steer directly for that. Like, yeah, exactly. It's like, you know what, guys? We're going to hold my beer. We're going to do something sweet. <laughs> we're going to jump this boat over the ice- iceberg, and we're going to make it to Canada way faster. I think that's where the Titanic was going, right? In New York. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not general interest, but uh, there you go. Let me hit you with something that is general interest and Titanic-related and related to a day that I had right here in the room right over there, uh, a few, I think this would be a year or two ago, where somebody <laughs> called me and told me that they thought that the Titanic's sinking... Was a hoax. Not a hoax, huh? but it wasn't an iceberg. It was a U-boat. Did they have U-boats in 1912? I don't think they did, and that's what I told them. But they were like... You oh. mean like a submarine? Yes. Like a, like yes. a military submarine? Yes. Shooting a, Tor- a torpedo. Torpedo, yes. That is what this person thought. I was like, dude, I... I can't promise you that that's not what happened, but that isn't what happened. I don't think that's what happened. No, I, I definitely don't think that's what happened. <laughs> Haven't you ever seen James Cameron's Titanic? It was one of the highest grossing movies of all time. And was 100% historically accurate based on that old lady being alive still. Yes, and the hand when you wipe it down a steamy interior of a car, that's the shape it makes. Huh. Everybody knows what I'm talking about, guaranteed. <laughs> Everybody, because it was one of the highest grossing movies of all time. I've never seen it. <gasps> You've no. never seen it? No. Nope. You fucking have. No. Nope. You've never seen Titanic? Nope. We, next Magic Fest, are having a Titanic movie watching party. You'll laugh. You'll cry. Your pants might get tight for a few minutes. Uh. Oh, yeah. When the guy falls off the back of the boat and hits the propeller. Oh, I've seen that. You've seen that part? Oh, yeah. I've seen a bunch of clips from them. I've seen all the good parts, but I've never seen the movie. You know why I never saw the movie? Because I knew the ending. Everybody knows the ending. It happened 108 years ago. I know. (laughs) But people still went to see it. I don't understand it. I don't have to understand why people do what they do. 109 years ago. 
It's a long time ago. Sure. You built a giant boat, crashed into an iceberg. What a waste. What a waste. Yeah, what a bunch of wasters. What a bunch of idiots. They should have just sailed to fucking New York. They should have just flew. That's what they should. Yeah, they should. Yes. Just jump on a jumbo jet. Some of that spruce, spruce goose, that spruce goose action. I have no idea what that is. With the spruce moose. What the hell was that boat called? The Spruce Moose. That sounds like that sounds like Canada Post ma- mail carriers. <laughs> <laughs> That's that super rich guy who like owned all those airplanes. He tried to build like the biggest, most super duperest airplane of all time. He was the germaphobe guy. There was a whole Simpsons episode where Mr. Burns was being like him, and his fingernails were all long, and he was wearing Kleenex boxes on his feet instead of shoes. Oh, oh, Joe is going to have it on the screen. He's going to know. He wanted Smithers to jump in the spruce moose, and then Smithers was like, that's a model, sir. So Burns pulls a gun on him, and Cox is like, hop in, Smithers. (laughs) Right? Like, see, there I go remembering shit again. Oh, man, yeah, that's it. Joe will have it on the screen. We don't know. Speaking of having it on the screen. Okay, all right. Social media coordinates, CCO Brando, CCO Ryan, or CCO Podcast. Podcast. I'm CCO Ryan. That's my screen name. You can follow us there. Like and follow the CCO Facebook page for all of our updates on our call time giveaway. And new altar auctions every Thursday. Oh, yeah. And our merch updates coming soon. We'll be showing them off. And if you're a content creator, if you want to have Brando on your stream to maybe show off some of the new stuff. That uh, that Twitter handle, that's a good way to do it. Yeah, I love being on shows with people. I've had a lot of I had a lot of fun. Last week I was talking about how I was on streams with all these people. I made all yeah. kinds of new friends and had lots of fun. And that's what I like to do with my life. So if I ever get an opportunity to help somebody out or just, you know, do that with people, I shill your own stuff when it comes out. Do it for you, man. Do it for you. I guess so. Yeah. Well, kill kill those NPG lexicon guys with Corona the False God for yourself. <laughs> You're so used to giving and giving and giving. When somebody, when somebody's asshole is wide open, you stick a Corona in it. <laughs> that got dark. You know, we haven't made a butt chug joke on the show in a long time. Well, this is as close as you're getting. And here we are. Yep. It's not where I thought we were going to go when we started this conversation, but it is where we have ended up. Yeah, and if you want that kind of thing to happen to you verbally via a nickname... Patreon.com slash CCO podcast. And don't forget, when we do our new merch, it's coming. We promise. We promise. Patrons are going to be the first to know. They're going to be the first to have an opportunity to see it, to get it, to look at it, to have it, to hold it, to cherish it, and to maybe rub it all over their naked bodies. Yeah. Yeah. You said it better than I could. You were practicing that, weren't you? No, I wasn't, but I was imagining rubbing it all over my naked body. Oh. Yeah. It's weird, right? Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Today... On CCO Podcast, episode 262. Holding dice in your butt cheeks. You shouldn't do that. They make, it makes them smell real bad. And if you sit down funny, it's going to jam like kind of up. Well, no, like, I'll only stand up. Like your upper taint kind of where your I'll only stand is. up so I make glutes of steel. I can crack those dice right in half like fucking walnuts. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a deck today. That's what I was going to say. Oh, okay. No deck today. This is a little bit of a continuation from yesterday's, yester episode. Oh, you got something? Oh, I got a thing. It's dice related. I want to, <laughs> it's dice and painting related. So I bought some of that super duper black paint. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And my, Vanta Black 2.0? It's, no, it's Black 3.0. They got 3.0 3.0, the blackest, blackest, blackest paint there is. Oh, the Ultra Black 1003.0? Yeah. Wow. It's, it's so black. And what I did was I got a set of these polyhedral dice that are glow in the dark. Oh yeah. And I'm I painted one of them, so that like and then, the, just the pips. No, no, the whole dice. The whole, the whole ass. Thing. 
and then I scratched the the numbers out with a toothpick. Oh yeah, and it, they it looked fucking cool. Did man. it work in the dark? I yeah, because the, <laughs> the glow in the dark glow in, glows in the dark through it once I like scratched yeah, the, yeah. the paint off, and that was great. And it looked really really cool. And I didn't take a picture of it because I'm an idiot. And then I was like, okay, now I'm gonna practice rolling this because apparently the, the paint isn't super durable. And I like rolled it and it went onto the table and just cracked the paint all over and that oh. sucks. So now my whole plan has gone to shit and I'm gonna buy some primer and try again. Well, if you don't want the paint, I'll take it and do some alters with it. We'll we'll do some experiments. <laughs> and of course you could always do Brando alters with them. Oh. I think Joe has a picture too. It's another benefit to becoming a patron. Other than all the, the, the early access to the merch and the nicknames, the Brando alters, we've got some maybe some snakes and goblins. <laughs> My recent patch, I'm really proud of them and I think people are happy with them as well. Oh, one of the streams I was on, somebody played with one of them. I was so Oh no way. I've never been that excited for fucking anything. I gave the guy a plant token with a like that sword that gives plant tokens, dousing dagger. Yeah, and he's like, "Hang on, I got the best tokens." And it was this little plant token. Oh I had made man! And That's it was cool. a it was an evergreen tree that had an axe, and he had killed the lumberjack that was trying to get him. Nice. Yeah. It's so, good. of course, another benefit, as are the CCO stickers or whatever. But enough about that. Yeah, we're we're talking about all kinds of things. It's a bonus episode. Do what we want? Yeah, we'll do what we mother ass want. Yeah. Yesterday we talked about kind of the. Let's call it the power level conversation, sure. right? Power level conversation regarding Urza decks, you know, Voltron or Combo, how competitive, blah, blah, blah. Today, I wanted to pick your brain because I think you're good at it and you're Ooh. more experienced with regards to VEDH than I am Ooh. at the the proverbial colloquial rule zero conversation. Sure. So where... Where do you think is a good place to begin? And what I mean is this conversation or the Rule Zero chat. Choose your own adventure. Two things. Sure. One, there's a super simple answer to the Rule Zero conversation. Oh, this was the hint from yesterday. If you are looking to get into a casual beer drinking game of Magic, if you want to have a casual beer drinking game of Magic, every game of Magic is a casual beer drinking game of magic because all you have to do is play for fun and drink beer. But what if I want to win? Then that's on you and you don't want that casual beer drinking experience bad enough. Ooh, okay. What Super if my friends always target me? Be what if I'm so much better than my friends they have to gang up on me? They. That's not true. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not. Magic is a, magic deck construction is a skill, and there's a lot of skill involved in playing a game of Magic the Gathering. But at the end of the day, the game has a lot of variance in it, and like, there is no situation in which you will be the target all the time unless you're building decks that make you the target all the time. But I am that person. Then stop being that person. Yeah. Yeah. Just stop doing that. See, That's on you. It's not your friends being a jerk. It's you. And I don't know if that sounds harsh, but if you find yourself getting targeted all the time everywhere you go, that's something that you're doing. And maybe it's not malicious and it doesn't make you a bad person. And it, it might not even be on purpose, right? Yeah. like we're You might about... just like that style of deck or your card pool, your collection size might be deeper. You might have more powerful cards. You might be a more skilled player or more 
not even skilled, just more experienced. You know what more cards do. You have a better capacity to understand board states as a result. We have people in our local meta, and I, I'm going to say I haven't played with them a lot, and that's not on purpose. It's just the way things have gone over the last little while, where I know that they come from like 60-card constructed, competitive, they're, they're tournament grinders, they show up at all the events that we go to to play yep. in the main event, and they practice, and they do all that stuff. And when they build their EDH decks, I am perfectly aware that those guys build, like, with that... They bring the same mentality. mentality. Yeah. Yes, that's the word. And that doesn't make them that person. Or a pub stomper. Yeah, or a, they just... That's the kind of magic they want to play. And to them, maybe that isn't, like, a, the CEDH super-duper deck but they're used to playing the most compact and, and optimized it, cards. That's and what it, they do. And it probably isn't. Yeah. Right? If if they're used to playing modern and, and historic and brawl, yeah. or not brawl, yeah, but like brawl. St stuff on MTG Arena because they want to grind for points or whatever the fuck the kids do these days, Yeah. probably they're not coming with the most optimized, tuned, 100 out of 100 optimized list as per the CEDH deck building database that some arbitrary whoever says this is the best list. Mm -hmm. They're probably not doing that. Correct. I want to go back to something you said a couple minutes ago. Hey, me. We, I, I was trying to devil's advocate you. I was trying to say, well, I am oh. the best or I am more powerful or blah, 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 blah. You oh. said that's on me to yeah. stop building those kinds of decks. Yeah. We can go a, a, a step further. Sure. We got to go a step further. I have. I just build Jank Tribal now. I build Ladies Looking Left Tribal. I build this. I build that. And they still target me. Am I not doing enough? Am I not building Jank enough? Am I not picking obscure or obtuse enough themes? I would suggest it. I would suggest at that point that now it's not on you anymore. Now it's on them for not understanding the the shift at the base of your deck building philosophy or the shift in your the base of your the, deck building philosophy i'm going to make less powerful or less optimized more variable decks as to not be a big threat right I, i'm changing my reputation when it comes to casual games yep. okay and i mean sometimes people just don't accept that. And, and do that, I do I articulate that to my my play group or my friends to say, hey, these are like really jank decks, and you really explain it to them, like we talked about yesterday, honest communication. I think with your friends, you, I think with your friends, you can sit down and have that conversation. Like, yo, guys, like this isn't fun for me like, anymore. I'm not having as much fun as I should be. So I built like these are lower powered. Let's have a couple of games. Let's see how it shakes out. And since they're your friends, and if they're actually your friends. You're going to go back to having fun. In public, it's a little bit more difficult to do that. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's a little bit more difficult, even using the mythic, mythical rule zero conversation, to even get people to buy that. Because I've seen people who play deck. Well, I'll, I forget what the hell the deck was that the guy said. But we'll, we'll use ladies looking left tribal. Sure. Or it's ladies looking less tri left tribal in like a hardcore mono blue combo control oh, shit. Oh no. You yeah. know what you know what I want to use? I want to use ladies looking less tribal. No <laughs> tribal tattoos on their lower backs. I, that would be remarkably easy to do. 
There's not very many ladies with tribal tattoos on their lower backs in Magic. I can't think of any. Well, not since the the maybe, mid nineties. Maybe Rada. Rada Erica Kel Rata probably does. has them. I bet you she's got like mad tribal tattoos. Yeah, but like the really giant ones that cover her whole body. That some some old fat dude hit with a stick instead oh, yeah. of like a tattoo gun. You know how bad those hurt. I'd imagine it hurts real bad. Yes, I've seen them do them on the TV. Yeah, and I, I nope, I never want to do that. Not Poly- interested. Polynesian tattooing is that what that is? Yeah, I guess I so. I think that's the thing. But yeah, yeah no, not not for me. I have tattoos. They're pretty big. I've had fairly long sessions, but I would never sit with the needle. Just get hammered by a stick with a bunch of needles in it. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. So what? what, what is it, derailment. Derailment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember where we were. I'm going to hit you with a hot take. Gotcha. And this is this is the hot take because I think that the hotter than hotter than it's on fucking you to change your deck building philosophy. Hotter yeah. than that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And 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 maybe you'll even get mad at me for this. I don't know, but I'm going to say it. High degrees of Celsius cookout podcast. Correct. That was a little stretch there for a CCO, but got we, there. we got there. Here, yeah. So here it is. I think that over the last few weeks, months, months. Months? Like of, like during the pandemic or starting at the start of pandemic? Give me a timeline. The last few months starting from today and going backwards. Okay. I've noticed on a lot of the magic socials, magic Twitter, magic Facebook, a lot of this, the rule zero conversation has come up to the point that I think that the the rule zero conversation has become such an air quotes essential part of any game that it's become counterintuitive to... I built this sweet deck and I want to surprise everybody with all the cool shit that's in it because people expect you to list off every fucking card that you play. Like, I play a Gaia's Cradle. That's not casual. (laughs) I'm trying to storm with a bunch of spells that cost fucking seven. Like, I'm in my, if you would let me play my deck, you'll see that I'm using this card in a very casual way. The deck's from yesterday. You're playing Urza. That's not casual. You need to give me the 99 in alphabetical order before I'll believe you. Fuck you. I built a bubblegum deck. Like, I think that people are getting so into the the, the fine tuning and the, the fine print of rule zero. Like, you have to be yeah, a fucking law major. Yeah, and all three of you other people out there that want to play a game with me have to ascribe to what I'm looking for in a game because... That's what it has to be, and we all have to like fucking twist and do backflips and back bends and put our legs around our fucking head in the lotus position. Ooh, and we switch about? all of our decks so that we can all have a game that we agree can be fun. Oh yeah. Here's a here's a rule zero fucking hit for you. Magic is fun. That's why we play it. If you're not having fun playing magic, take a break. Play something else. Play a different game for a while and then come back because... They don't call it cardboard crack for nothing. You will be back. You you can have fun in any situation playing any deck against any other deck. And while I know that you want to win, you want to be competitive, you want to participate and impact the game of Magic that you're playing, I think that that's what you should be shooting for with the Rule Zero. Not trying to... Because I think, I feel now, some of the... The conversations I have had is it's like ramming me into this box. Where it's like okay, yeah, it's almost I, like it's almost like you have to you have to have an airtight prenuptial agreement. Yeah, before you can have fun. Yeah. Is it hypothetically possible for your deck to win on turn before turn four? Well, yeah, we yeah. went over this yesterday. Yeah. But yeah. there's a five card combo. Yeah. Too fast. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But my deck doesn't. Like, it, it can, but it doesn't. If I draw the perfect five, I can win on turn four. Too fast. What the fuck? Does your deck kill everybody at the table at once? That was, this is a specific question that was asked of me. Really? And my answer is always yes, because all of my decks try to kill everybody at once. Because that's how I fucking like to Like play with magic. a 40-point earthquake or like 10 crater hoofs copied after you greenstorm. Yes. Yes, stuff like that, That's right? what I want to do. Like, that's just how I, I play. Yeah. I, I don't want that. We got to figure something else you out. You can only win via combat damage attacking one or two players at a time. Yeah. And it's like, what? what? We well, don't want to get too specific because yeah, we yeah, don't want to single anybody yeah, out. Yeah, absolutely not. But like, th those are real things that people, I think, because the turn zero conversation has become such a... Contract. Like a, like a contract and such a huge thing that everybody's talking about all the time and putting all this weight and importance on. I think that it's kind of sucked out the, well, this is Brutaclad and the Seven Dwarves. It wins by attacking with dwarves. Well... Yeah, it plays some crazy fucking man in it. It's got that uh, Talarian Academy that you can actually play. Well, yeah, the flippy-dippy one. It can go fast as hell. It doesn't, but it can go fast as hell. And and some people think, no, yeah, too too competitive, too competitive, because it plays card X, Y, and Z. And I was like, what the, come on, man. And I think that that kind of thinking is detrimental to, to just having fun, interactive games of, of Commander. And sometimes, sometimes, this is the last thing I'm going to say on this one, sometimes the best way to figure out whether your turn zero conversation with somebody actually worked the way that you want it to is to just play a game and see how it goes. Get get close, get get close, yeah. and then just play. Was it fun or not? Yeah, like, I want to play this. This is what it kind of does. One sentence. I'm cool with that. I'm going to play this deck. It kind of does the same thing. Sure. Okay, I'm gonna grab this. I just built it. I'm not sure where it's sitting. Fucking sweet. This is my favorite deck. It might go a little bit faster, but let's just play and see how it goes. Fucking cool. Let's smash. Yeah, you play a 45 minute hour, hour, 20 minute game. Do we all have fun? Yeah, let's play again. Same decks. Now let's switch it up. And now you have a like an inkling of what everybody's coming from. If there's any pub stomping assholes, or if there's any like butthurt jerk bags. And that's the best way to figure out who you're playing with. And then when you're looking for more games, pick the people that you like playing with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me hit you. Let me hit you with another thing. This okay. is for CCO Nation. You okay. say should be it should be fun. Magic is fun. Yes, it's a game. Games are fun. Yeah. So here's the thing, and I've I've a little bit equated magic playing magic to the automotive industry we've talked about it i've talked about it on commander ad populum a little bit and it's it's an, an analogy that is is strong because the automotive industry in the way that i'm going to talk about it is like a hobby magic yeah. is a hobby yeah comparable automotive things particular race cars horsepower going fast in a car very spendy, spendy, expensive. Yes. Magic, mm, very spendy, spendy. Yeah. So every month, car and driver and this website and that website and car magazine this, car magazine that. Oh, the new Corvette this, the new Mustang that, the new Challenger this. As a car enthusiast, how the fuck am I supposed to keep up with it? I don't know everything about every single car, how much horsepower, how many gears, how many zero to 60, what, how many times per second does the suspension measure where the car is sitting on the ground? How am I supposed to know all this? I don't even understand what you just said. Exactly. Uh, you, 
left me in the dust. That's a car reference. I can make it. <laughs> there it, to it you. is. There it is. How, as a car enthusiast, am I supposed to know everything from every model that comes out every two weeks? There's a new article on a new piece of research on a new type of car: Chevy, Ford, Dodge, Tesla. How am I supposed to know everything? You're not, right? Yeah. That's the answer. You're not. Exactly. You can't. Being a car enthusiast is my for fun hobby that happens to be expensive, but I want to drive fast and I want to own, you know, all the collector versions of all the cars that exist and new cars come out every year. How am I supposed to buy a new car every year? You're not. You're not. You're not. You're not. So when people get, when people say, Watsy, slow down. I can't keep up. There's so many cards. There's so many cards. You don't have to keep up. Yeah. Right? Get and, the ones you want. And, and ask yourself, and it doesn't matter if it's a race car or whatever. It could be your ultra fucking economy, let's say Honda Civic, perfectly serviceable car, one of the world's most popular cars of all time. I get a, whatever, 20, a, 2020, new one, I'm supporting the economy in 2020. Let's, let's put, put that a again. fart can on it and a spoiler, paint a fucking fire-breathing dragon on the hood and up over the, the windshield onto the, the roof and shit. LED light that shit out. <laughs> not what I was going to say. Hell yeah. Giant pump and sound system. Take the back seat out for a giant subwoofer that blows your hair all around crazy. Yeah. That would be the Honda Civic equivalent of your Nor in the Wary Dad. That's right. Okay. 2021 rolls around. Oh, no. Fucking new Honda Civic. Now what do I do? Better buy a new one. Uh. Better start over with foiling <laughs> out my whole deck. That doesn't matter. No, it That's not. not what we're talking about, but it's it's an analogy. Magic to automotive industry is an analogy that resonates with, I know, a lot of people in the nation because they are car enthusiasts and they know how much that hobby can cost. And and lots of people, and lots of people who listen, that and lots of people that are content creators that I've talked to, have built and like restored cars or trucks oh, wow. or even built drag racing cars. Wow. And nothing's more expensive than horsepower. Fucking nothing is more expensive than horsepower. But lasers. Uh well, how big? Like nothing's more expensive than <laughs> horsepower. And when something comes out, maybe a new part, maybe different tires, different transmission that lets you go faster. You don't go out and fucking buy it unless you're like the U.S. military who's got a trillion dollar budget every month. Nobody buys that shit every single time it comes out, even if you're like hardcore into drag racing. So just be cool. That's my hot take. Was that a hot take? I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> seven out of ten. Yeah, it's seven out of ten at best. Okay, let's yeah. let's get back to where we were. We're talking about rule zero. I just told people to change their fucking way of thinking or shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to it though, because okay. because for for some people that's effective. Yeah. For, for others, some uh, some people will take umbrage with that. Yes. And for those people, I've always found it effective in teaching or coaching to tell them what to do instead of what not to do. Yeah. There's infinity things that I maybe shouldn't do, but if I'm trying to have an effective rule zero conversation, there's only a few effective ways to have one. And you simplified it in a in a good way that was good for the method that you were communicating in. Let's say you and I sit down with two stranger strangers and it's relevant to us because we're we're playing at our local game store on Thursday. Yeah. Two random guys. Remember you text me, yeah, some regulars, some new guys I never seen before, some guys I seen at draft that play commander now cuz they couldn't draft over the pandemic. Yeah. Right, that's an accurate kind of 
synopsis of who was there. Absolutely. Yes. That's what happened. And I played with two dudes that I never, ever met before, ever. And and with Lloyd, which I played with like lots. Yeah. And yeah. he's grown like a foot. Yes, and he was already tall and old, and now he's taller and older. Dude, he's like <laughs> 7,000 feet tall. Yes. He's so tall. Yes. Yes, wow. we should call him prime time. <laughs> <laughs> Lloyd time. So I play with Lloyd. He sits down. What do you guys plan? I go, my Elsha deck. Elsha Dragonstorm. And the guy beside me, oh, and I told this story last week, so I'll be quick. Oh, that's my CEDH deck. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. This is Dragon's Approach. I played two Dragons. And lo- and he was like, okay, cool, cool. I won't grab my CEDH. Then I'll, I'll play this. It was like, uh, it was Grick, or no, Esper, Zombie, Scry, and then Discard, or Draw and sure. Discard. That- With the... The Esper one that makes zombies. It's not Elsha. I know the one. I, it looks kind of like a Geiger painting. It's, it's on the screen Yeah, right Joel have it on the screen because you should be watching on YouTube. Yeah. And then the other guy had a Aloro deck. I'm playing a burn deck, so I, sure. and I tell him that. Like, this is kind of a commander burn deck, so I'm going to be gunning for you because you're going to be gaining two life, and I'm going to be doing three damage every turn, so you're going to pull ahead of, like, the other two guys. Lo and behold, that's exactly how the game fucking turned out. Like, yeah. I... I'm not an experienced magic player. <laughs> but Lloyd actually went above and beyond. He 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 said, This is my Kess Dissident Mage deck. I try to cast or copy a gamble or something that lets me tutor, and then I try to discard, and then I get like copies of stuff with with Thousand Year Storm or sure. Swarm Intelligence from my graveyard. And I do play demonic consultation to try and win. He told me there's a lab maniac in here. It's not a Thassa's Oracle. Sure. I think all of those are fine things to to do and to say. And it yeah. was like four dudes having a conversation. Yeah. And it took there was there wasn't like a checklist. It no was checklist. Just, and they, and you took people at their word. I didn't have to good. cut my hand and drip blood yeah. onto anybody. Yeah, it was like this is oh that's my CDH list, not this. This is Dragon's approach. Yeah. Sweet. I'm not gonna put my CDH deck down. I'll grab this zombie grit. Cool. Yeah. Right? Nothing Nothing to it. Yeah, and you know what? You know what happened is, like I, and again, I told the story last week, so listen to last week's episode two, turn three, thousand year storm. Boom. And I'm like, oh, mother ass, right? And then triple windfall. So I got milled, which is totally fine. And and it, it actually made all the decks work better because we had a zombie deck. We had a, we had a past in flames in my graveyard, yeah. zombie deck that cared about zombies in his graveyard, and Lloyd actually hit a bunch of stuff for his Kess to cast, double cast, triple cast, because he had a thousand-year storm. Right. So it worked out good for everybody, and the Orloro guy didn't give a shit. He was just trying to gain life. He was at 100 life. Actually. Yeah, he didn't give a shit. And the point, of, the point of telling all of this is it's not, like Brando says, a binding contract. It's something that you can just talk about. And and of course be upfront. Don't be misleading and don't don't I guess don't say what your deck does in bad faith or anything yeah. like that. It's just and I and I hate to just say be fucking honest. But it it is that we you say there's no simple answer. It is that simple. And we talked about it earlier in the episode. Just play a few games with people and just tell them. I have had rules zero conversations with people. And these are my favorite ones where they don't even. This is the deck I'm playing. I'm just here to fucking sling, sling spells and have fun. And everybody's like, yeah, that's what I'm here to do too. Well, how fast does it go? I don't know. Like, It's pretty fast, but not super fast. 
yeah, whatever, and we all grab. And that works. Yeah. And that and it, like I've had a couple of games where like they're totally mismatched. I I think I, before I forget, I think that's what people are trying to avoid. Not the not the I'm trying to avoid all games that will be mismatched so I don't get pub stomped or beaten or I'm a new player and I don't know anything or or, or whatever, I, or I think somebody's trying to CEDH target me, but people want to play zero bad games. Zero. And that's that's impossible. Maybe that's why they call it rule zero, is you're trying to play <laughs> zero bad games. And the, if you're not interacting with, and I've had these games, I, I played one on Thursday where I just drew land for like 40 minutes. I just I just drew and played land, and I had nothing. Ooh. I had nothing, and that's a objectively bad game of Magic. But I didn't not have fun because I was playing Magic with three other people. We were having fun. When I finally did draw, did draw some interaction. It's like ooh, and I, like, I like cooked somebody's shit to like save another guy, and like ah. it's you know you can you can still interact with the game and you can still have fun. But at that point, the fun becomes less on I'm winning and more on I'm having fun. Either making or with my friends. Ooh, okay. Let me let me hit you with this question. Do it. Do you rule zero, or do you add into your rule zero conversation and potentially remove yourself from a game if you think or if you know a player in the pod and yourself don't jive and you don't want to play with them? Because that game that you just described, think if like your worst enemy was across the table from you. Would it have been even worse, and would you have not wanted to play there? Or, and and it changes whether you know the players and you don't know the players. Truth. If you know the players, you just don't sit down. Hey, we need a fourth. Ah, no, I got to piss. Or no, I'm going to go and go to the dollar store and get a bag of candy. You guys start without me. Yeah. E- easy. Easy enough yeah. as long as you're kind of comfortable saying, no, I got to do whatever, make something up. Yeah, you don't have to play every game offered to you. You'll get another one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you're at a Magic Fest, and... Some person is sitting there and they're a jerk, but you don't know that. So you sit down and you have the real con- zero conversation with them and something about them doesn't rub you the right way. Do you remove yourself there? Because if you have a mismatched in- index by accident or you have a bad game and you just are having a bad game and it's not as fun and then you've got some jerk that you got to deal with in addition. Never have I left a game or not wanted to play with somebody because the 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 deck meshing wasn't there. I have been in situations where I've met somebody for the first time that day and figured just, out you don't like them. Yeah, it's like okay, I don't really appreciate this other human, so I'm just going to endeavor to not play with them. It turned out that they kind of liked me and kind of sought <laughs> me out to play with me a couple of times and it's like fuck, how do I god damn it? But I think I I know who you're talking about. And I think we, you and I played in the same game with that person again, didn't we? Yes, we did. We did. Yes, we did. We did. And it, it's nothing personal. It's just like we didn't jive with them, and that's fine. And I have been in situations where like I'll politely decline, like you know, you know, I don't, I don't think so. At, at EDH and M, it's not very often, but it's like you know, you, I don't, I, I, I've said this, like you play a little bit more cutthroat than I'm feeling tonight, so I'm gonna go over here. And they oh, I that. like that's fine because we know each other. Yes, right? like, yes, yes, and that's that's a familiarity thing, yeah. right? Like you guys, you I know that you and you, if it's there's two or three, I know that you guys are yeah a little bit yeah like and, and I've had okay. the same thing where it's like yeah you know you guys play a little you guys don't play as like competitively or as fast as I want to go so I'm gonna go play with my buddies over here sure and you know what two things can happen there. 
two things can happen. They can say, sure. Okay. Yeah. So, sorry, man. We only have one deck or like we, yes. we only brought CEDH tonight, right? Yeah. Or they could say, oh, that's no problem. I'm working on this new deck. I'm working on this new one. It's like, it's like Starfish Tribal. Yeah. We're going to try something different and give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Play a good game. It's all come, it all comes down to the people at the end of the day anyway. If you're playing with good people, you're going to have good games. I do have to say something else too. It, it, it shouldn't be, uh, it should, I had it in my head, but then we started talking about something else. Oh, no. If you're playing with somebody that you don't jive with, it is okay to leave the game. It is not okay to be rude to them. You still have to mm -hmm. be polite, courteous, cordial. You still have to be all of those things so so you're being a good human. Yeah. But remember, it is okay to leave the game, to excuse yourself, to say, hey, uh, I forgot I got somewhere to be, or, or even just, hey, I'm not having as much fun as I thought I was going to in this pod, or I'm having a bad day. Or I want to shuffle up and start a new game because this game isn't for me. Yeah. There's all kinds of things as long as you're being polite and honest and polite. All those things that Ryan said, that's the good idea. Don't say, you suck <laughs> and I don't like playing with you, so I'm fucking out of here. That's why we, we, we say what to do instead of what not to do. Exactly. You don't even put the bad idea in their head. You, you only give them the good idea. Oh, no. I put Somebody's going to do that to me now, I guarantee. They're going to point at me just like I did. You suck. You suck, you Brando. Know, you know what? They won't, they, won't be, they won't be CCO nationalites, and they'll say, F you. And you'll be like, oh, thanks. <laughs> and you'll just get right under their skin, hey? <laughs> Yes, I hope oh, that, that man, happens. Someday, I want now. that to happen so bad. Yeah, that's what I want now. Uh, I just want, I want somebody to actually fucking mean it. Yeah. And mean it in a bad way because I know CCO Nation means it in a good way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would be down for it. But I think that the main the main point is like you can have bad games with your cards not working, your decks not functioning. And that's fine. Because at the end of the day we're all out having fun. And if you're Donovan set the alarm. Oh no. Do you got to run? Yes, I do. Okay, we're back. <laughs> That's close. We are back. The alarm went off and Brando took off down the stairs. Yeah. And I thought that Donovan remembered and came back in <laughs> because the alarm was shut off so fast. Oh. I was just I jumped down like three flights of stairs. <laughs> just, in the crack in between where the stairs yeah. go like this. You, you jump down like a superhero. Yeah, yeah, one arm up like this. Oh. oh man. I just imagined like what if there was a cleaning lady also in here oh, and she came she around did. from the corner of the kitchen saying, Hey, what the fuck's going on? And Brando just smucked her. <laughs> just looked like a linebacker hitting a cartoon oh, character. Oh man, it'd be nothing but like a shirt, two rubber gloves, and a pair of shoes on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the shape of a cleaning lady in the wall, like the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> oh, excellent. Uh, Where okay. It's, it's okay to have a bad game or a bad day or, or draw, get land flooded. Is if you're playing with a good group of people and things are kind of working the way that they should be on a personality of your players kind of level, you know what's probably going to happen is you're going to have... For example, I had an opportunity over like nine turns to draw a forest every turn. And I wasn't dead. They didn't target me and blow up anything I played. They just kind of 
fought it out amongst each other and waited to see if I caught up. And then when I didn't, they killed me too. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like... Because that's how the game goes. Yeah. Because that's, yeah. that's how magic... At the end of the day, it's a game. There has to be a winner in the game. Yeah. But there's four people in the commander pod. And if you're in a good pod and you're having a good time, just kind of bullshitting and slinging cardboard and shit, like, you're, you're going to get okay uh, games. I, I and you're going to get to interact and play with the game because... The dynamics interpersonally are also important. I got this. I'll, I'll, I got the truth. I'll oh. hit him with it. I'll hit him with this truth. Subscribe on YouTube. Yeah. That's the fucking truth. Having a good game is predicated, yes, on good or sound deck construction mm -hmm. and knowing how to play magic at a reasonable level. And if you don't know something, you know you don't know that thing. And let somebody who does know it teach it to you. All of that's fine, but I bet you, I bet you, the best games of Magic, everything else notwithstanding, is predicated, the best game is predicated on being a good human being. Yeah. Because if you're nice, usually people are nice to you. If you're open, honest, accepting, encouraging, fun, happy-go-lucky, jolly, yeah, ho-ho-ho. People are going to receive that and 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 reciprocate, and that's how you have fun. That's why magic is fun. Yeah. It's hard to not have fun when everybody around you is having fun. That's really hard. You got to be some miserable prune asshole. Yeah. Or prude asshole. Would you pick your prune or prude? Yeah, poison? Pick your pru word. Yeah. You know, like, but you got to really be in a real shit state to not have fun when everybody else is. And if you are in that state, no judgment, but you got to look inside and think, why is that? And or, or or let your guard down and just let those other people that are having fun in a little bit. Just just yeah. just taste the water. Just taste the taste the Kool Aid. Yeah, drink the damn Kool Aid. Yeah, man. that's like, that's how you never quit magic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, maybe some, it's because fun's addicting. Yeah, well, yeah. Do dopamine hits and having fun and like. Going to Magic Fest and going to the Coachman with your with with your friends after F and M. Yeah, can we still call it F and M even though it's on Thursday? E D H and M. E D H and M. It's fun and fun is addicting. That's why yeah. we keep coming back, I guess. And if, and again, if you're not having that fun, maybe you weren't into it that night. Maybe not everybody's being an asshole. Maybe you're just having a sh maybe you had a shitty day and you didn't mm -hmm. really realize it yet. Maybe you weren't feeling like playing Commander that night. That happens too, and that's okay. And don't let that poison the well or make you think like, oh, everybody's a fucking dick. Because you're yeah. not, nobody's been an asshole in that situation. Yeah, you just not, had a rough day. Not everybody on Twitter's an asshole. It just seems like that. And it just seems like you that don't, all the time. You don't need to buy every single booster pack and every single card from every single set every two weeks. Yeah, I fucking do. Sometimes you can just take a right break. Right into my veins. This is me telling you even. Maybe maybe <laughs> you don't need that. Maybe you don't need the, the pressure of that or or or... Like, your decks aren't going to suffer. Your content's no. not going to suffer. No. The only person suffering is you if you're making yourself do that and you're not enjoying that. And that's what's important about the message, take a break. It doesn't mean quit magic. Yeah, you don't need to take right? a break from the magic and sell your, take all your decks apart and sell your collection and stuff. It just means maybe don't play that week. Maybe don't play that night. Yeah. Maybe say, hey, guys, I'm not feeling, can we set the game up for later in the week? 
and 90% of the people, if you know them, are going to be like, yeah, sure. You know what? Here's the thing, and this is maybe the last thing we'll touch on because it's getting late for us. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, because I deal with magic literally all week. We yeah. record usually on Saturdays. That means my entire morning from like when I wake up and answer emails and messages, chase down payments for altars because fucking procrastinating nerds are terrible to get payment from sometimes. <laughs> I wake up, it's magic until about 2.30 when I get home, export videos, send them to Joe, send them pictures and shit that he needs, right? Right. Sunday is like, okay, fine. That's, I've disciplined enough and organized and scheduled driven enough now to make magic a not, or Sunday not a magic day. Sweet. Monday rolls around pre-show, posting, Twitter, it's yeah. up, go watch it. Tuesday, posting a show. Wednesday, and, oh, and then altering cards, fucking all day. Yeah. Wednesday, Commander Ed Populum goes up, altering cards all day. Thursday, altering cards, posting on, on Facebook, auctions. Friday, that's top five in five day, right? Magic, 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 magic. Every day, we play with the dude bros on Tuesday nights, normally. Yeah. Thursday nights now is EDH&M. Hell yeah. Every single day of my week, except for sometimes Sunday, maybe, is magic. That's if we're not recording video or something, right? Yeah. I get to EDH&M because I still like going and seeing my friends and going to the coachman. I get there. I just talked about baseball with the shop owner for an hour and a half. Partly Truth. because there's no games, but also because he's my friend and I like to spend time with people in that setting talking about not magic, talking about yeah. baseball, another thing I'm into. We could have talked about cars. We could have talked about Lord of the Rings all other things that I'm into that I use as as my break time. You do movies. You do games. Yeah. Right? You walk your dog. I bet you're not fucking listening to magic podcasts when you're walking <laughs> your dog. <clears throat> nah. M mind you, lots of people do that. I could, yeah. but I don't. There's probably lots of people listening to us right now while they're walking their dog, and we appreciate you. Oh, yeah, very much so. But <laughs> the point is, is I get there, and it's like kind of the end of my week. Thursday is like when my, my real week is done. And sometimes, you know, I play magic. Cool. It's fun. Sometimes I don't. Well, yeah. It's fun, too, because I'm still spending time with my friends, and I still get to go and get, you know, buckets of beer, two-for-one appies. Yeah. Beer and a burger, 12 bucks. That's the Thursday special, says Aaron. That's fine. Yeah. Burgers are good. I'll just skip supper and have beer and a burger. There you go. Wow, that's not till 9 o'clock, though, hey? So? Eat yeah. late lunch. Good point. You work at home, dude. <laughs> you like, say so. I say, oh, good point. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand the. I don't understand the premise. Maybe I don't have to skip supper and I'll just have beer and a burger anyways. Why Fuck them. We can do whatever. We, we're adults. Yeah. We are adults. We choose what we eat, how we feel, all that stuff. Well, sometimes my knee hurts. I choose to not have that happen, but it still does. Well, you probably chose to do the thing that hurts your knee. Mostly baseball, right? Yeah, yep. see, that's that's what happens. I wish that I could fucking stand upright for more than half an hour without being in pain. But you know what? I really wanted to be a wrestler. You get mall back. That's what that's called. Yeah, now I'm all messed up. You got messy up mall back. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. like that's like mall back when you're a baby. You shit and it goes up your back. Except you Gross. fell off of onto some concrete. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why I wear my backpack all the time because it's heavy and it like, str like Oh, yeah. You need straight. one of those posture things. Yeah. You need one of those. No, don't get those because they, they kind of deactivate some of your actual postural muscles. Yeah, no, I don't want that to happen. Yeah, no, you already got enough issues. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that kind of puts the cap 
on it. The moral of the story is just be a good person and have your expectations set reasonably and don't expect everybody to A, know them and B, give a, honestly, to give a shit about them when you tell them. Everybody wants to play magic and have a good night with good people. And if you are in that mindset and you're a good person, which I know you are because you're in the nation, you're going to be okay. That sounds like a final thought of the day. Big thanks to FusionGamingOnline.com. They are your source for all your gaming needs. Oh, peep this too. Oh, this. I know not everybody lives in Winnipeg, Manitoba, because why would you? Yeah, I don't understand why anybody would. But if you're ever there, I just saw some some pictures from the newly renovated Fusion Games on. They say uh, they say Pembina Pembina Avenue in in Winnipeg. We say Pembina. Were we invited to the grand reopening? No, <laughs> but we are invited there. Everybody's invited there, Ryan. It's a store. <laughs> oh, you're right. I'm trying to convince them to hold like a like an EDH like event, but they're not there yet. And lots yeah. of places in the country are not there yeah, yet. Yeah, they're not. They are not where we are, and that's that's, that's okay. right. But when they are. I mean, maybe we'll meet them halfway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll hang out in Yorkton. <laughs> Brandon. Brandon, Manitoba. <laughs> Brando and Brandon. It could be good. Hey, oh, yeah. Yeah, baby. Baby. BBO. BBO. And I'll just stay home. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. I, I, oh, man. No. That's great. The, big the, thanks to Fusion. The, yes. Official business daddy. CCO Fusion 5 for 5% off your entire order, not just magic. If you want D&D or dice or Pokemon cards or if you want to, like, buy Dragon Ball Z sleeves for your magic deck. I don't know if that works, but maybe it does. It might. I think that they had a, what was it called? What the hell is a card called? I want to do that now. Annie Mayhem. That's what the show, that's what the, the game was called. They're the same size as magic cards. Oh. Yeah, it's a real thing. Well, it's a common size, right? Yeah, it's like, uh, is it, it's playing cards, right? Is it the size of a, uh, or is it bigger? I know a magic card is, is 63 millimeters by 88 millimeters. I've never actually held two of the two up together. I don't know. Ah, whatever. The point is, we're going to be back next week with another super exciting episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. You're going to see his face in our theme song. Yeah.